the Year episode. Yay! Oh. Woo! Celebrating the very best in gaming throughout 2022. And there were some good things this year. There, was, there just wasn't a lot of good things. It was a... Uh, fits and starts, it was a good year. Yeah, yeah but, but <laughs> the things that were good were so good. The high yeah, points it's were true. really was, high. Yeah, the high points were quite high in 2020. My actually number two is not a very high point. Like, there's a lot wrong with it, but I still love it. That's okay. We're, we're, we're enjoying these games, warts and all. So let's, let's well, before we get to the, the game of the year deliberations, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's get into what we've been playing this week. Because I've heard that one of us has uh, taken the hit and checked out the Forsaken demo. Yeah. Would you forsake this Forsaken demo? It is. It is. There's some baffling choices with the user mm. interface. Okay. It just looks bad. Like you go into menus, and the entire screen or text feels like it's like tilted back into the left. So, so it's like it's not vertical to read. It's like the whole thing is tilted. And you go into skills menus and. It's very difficult to see what's happening. Now, granted, it drops you in later on in the game. So a lot of stuff was unlocked already. So there, there are probably some tutorials to, to take you through these menus that I never saw. But just to kind of open these menus up and you look at them and it is not clear. You know how Kojima, as much as I make fun of him, oh, yeah. makes a damn fine menu? He does. You just open a menu right. and look at it. And you can zip through a Kojima menu like fucking lickety yes. split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is not that. You're right. Looking at like these, I just put for spoken UI into Google, and yeah, it just looks weird. Like it's weird. It's like, weird. Just hard. Yeah, hard to read. And then, as far as the gameplay goes, it feels like you you at the point of the game it drops you. You have two different sets of magic to choose from one one earth based and one fire based. And oddly enough, the earth earth based one is ranged, and the fire based one is kind of more close combat stuff. Hmm. Uh, when you're using the range stuff, it feels like there's no auto-aim, or the auto-aim is just stingy, because it's very hard to draw a bead on guys. Okay. So I ended up switching over to the melee stuff, and it was okay, but it was... there's I mean, there's a lot of Square Enix flash happening, right? You've got all these particle effects and all this stuff flying around, and all I did was just kind of dodge, and I don't need all this stuff. Just let me play. <laughs> does, do do, I don't do know. both I, effects look good? Like, does the Earth look really cool? They do. They look okay, but I, I can see it getting... Like, you... You, if you hold down R two for the attack, and you let go of a big attack, it shoots out, you know, rock and says this big rock explosion, and it's cool, but it looks the same every time. And I can see it kind of getting tiresome because it blocks your view, it occludes things. I, I don't know. It doesn't. Maybe it's just really. Maybe it's further from being done than we thought. I don't know why they put this out. It's just. And the auto aim is weird. The movement is odd. Like you hold circle button to do kind of a faster parkour thing, but that eats up a meter. Okay. So you can only run quickly for a little while, then you have to stop and have it recharge again, which is always annoying. I've heard there's a bunch of shit in the parkour that you're not told about, but if you fuck around with the buttons, there's all kinds of stuff to find. Yeah, I mean, it's probably again because it comes in later. Like at some point, you unlock the ability to climb vertically, and that's kind of cool. I. It feels like a game that needs time to grow. Like it, it's, it's you can't be dropped in with all these abilities. It has to have time mm. to like teach you a little bit of what's going on. Yeah, but knowing so it's square, maybe, like the first fucking three hours are going to be cutscenes. Probably, I don't know. It's I'll still give it a shot when it comes in, but it's not like I, I'm no longer you know 
hotly anticipating this game. Yeah. No, it did not hype me. It did not hype me at all. Mm. It looks okay. It looks fine. I mean, I don't know. I wanted better it's... than fine. I wanted, like, impressive. I wanted you to come away no. and this game is gorgeous. Nope. No, you're not going to get that. That's not no. what it is. Nope. I Unfortunately, haven't, We no. haven't gotten that from Square Enix since, like, 2006. Yeah, Square Enix doesn't really do that. That costs money. <laughs> So, when when I, was I Final know. Fantasy thirteen? Was thirteen two thousand six? Because that was state of the art at the time. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten, okay. two thousand nine. Yeah, thirteen was state of the art at the time. Okay, it was. What was two thousand six? Are you going back to twelve? Are you insisting that twelve was a good look? Was a good looking game yes. for its time? You're out of your mind. No, it was not a good looking game for its time, Alex. <laughs> Rose colored glasses. <laughs> no, mm. there was all kinds of better looking shit on the PS two. PS2? Yeah, PS2. I think PS2. 12 yeah, PS2. PS2, yeah. Yeah. It was all kinds of better looking shit on the PS2. I mean, okay. Well, yeah, there was all I kinds of better looking. I'm not, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I'm 100% now. <laughs> so yeah, that was the Forsaken demo. Not great. But I heard that Alex may have taken my advice about a direction uh, I did take your game. advice. I ah. tried Steel Rising for about an hour and a half. Well, that game sucks. It was bad. It really not, does. That was not our My advice. God, I really wanted to give it a shot. No. Oh, it no. sucks. No. Um. Uh. Oh, fuck. Eastward. It's Eastward. A neat little. Zelda. You know, warm blanket, cup of cocoa kind of game. Okay, would you yes. describe it as Zelda-ish, Alex? Very Zelda-ish. Oh, okay. We got we got sword swinging and bomb dropping. It's Zelda to a T. Oh, okay. Finding four pieces to raise your hearts. Every time you beat mm-hmm. a major boss, you get another heart. It makes little doo 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 noises when you pick stuff up. You run into uh, hit, I did you run into <laughs> Hayao Miyazaki unsubtly. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I did finish it. It's it's good. Um, the is last, it? Okay. The it's a little slow, it, but I like it. No, it, it's it's definitely a little slow, and it it never speeds up. The game is taking its time, but that's okay. It's worth it when you run into the train. Of monkeys mm. who are making movies. Mm. It was hilarious. So I won't spoil any more than that. I will I will say that the last hour you're kind of scratching your head, like what wait, what? What? <laughs> but up until that point it's uh I mean how far did you get? How you much saying, have you done? Are you saying the story goes I'm, crazy I'm just, or I just, you're required to do shit that you don't understand? No, the story goes nuts. Oh, okay. We're we're killing death shit like that. Uh not that nuts. But it's unclear who's alive and who's not and who's an illusion. Ooh. Okay. So fun. It's a very I'm, competent, gorgeous uh, pixel art animation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, oh. Even the cooking is not bad. It's just picking picking things and making combinations and stuff. It's not bad. It's, just, it's Zelda combat all the way through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. How far have you gotten? What, what, what have you I'm, I'm only blowing up the the slug nest. Oh, okay. So you're, you've barely started. You're not even out of mm-hmm. the underground yet. Okay. Okay. So like, what, what are you talking? Twenty hours? Thirty? Twenty to twenty-five, depending on how much time okay. you take. I did it in like twenty-two, I think. But it's like and a hearty find... twenty-two. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a hearty twenty-two. There's there's, um, one of the towns you meet later. You meet a whole bunch of people that are are, are become very likable and become kind of the core of the story. And you spend a lot of time in this town before you have to leave, and that's probably the highlight of the game. There's um, there's a like a whole side game in it, like a turn-based RPG in this game, 
that I never touched. I think I made a mistake by not touching it because it feels like there's parts of the story in that. So there's like literally an arcade game that you could walk up and play that's a turn-based RPG. Right. Okay, I thought that was just like a conversation thing. You can just play that no. game. Yes. Huh. So there's just like then, a little Dragon Quest game in there for you. Yes, literally. Huh. And, I mean, you as you play, you'll end up getting tokens. You put tokens in these little gotcha game machines, and you can grab items that you can use in the turn-based RPG. Hmm. So I, I should have not, I should not have ignored that, but it was already going a little long. But, no, it's good. I, I think it's worth your time to finish. Hmm. If it were on PlayStation, I'd get it. I, well, I'd probably get it. Because I want a little, like, before Overwatch game lately. But right now my before Overwatch game is mixing an Overwatch video. <laughs> my before Overwatch is or more Overwatch. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, I've got some shit I need to put out there in the world. Uh, Midnight Suns is still really uh, oh, yeah. blowing my skirt up. Nice. Like, this is... It's, uh, I'm 40 hours into it. I have maybe reached the halfway point of the story. Hmm. Wow. But I've got everyone with like kind of like maxed out decks. I've been kind of overdoing it, but like it's, it uses play to win like mechanics in that like the act of buying a booster pack is you playing another mission. Oh no, twist my arm. Another fun ass mission where I have to banter with my buddies here. No, it's good. It's a, it's so a good when game. You, when you say buying a booster pack, you're like microtransactions? No, like like you when you finish each mission comes a little booster pack. Oh, okay. And like it's there's a loop. It's like ah, oh, I want one more. If I could just get like an epic booster pack with some blade cards in there, that'd be fucking great. I gotta do that before I go to bed. That kind of thing and every night. It's all in game. Your credit mm-hmm. card is not being used. Again. No, 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 Excellent. no. no. Okay. You can buy extra costumes if you want, but they all kind of suck. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Didn't you say you just got Wolverine too? Like, like I just you got thought? Wolverine. Um. <laughs> Uh, Steve Bloom doing a great job. Spike Spiegel. He's he's a fun he's a fun Wolverine. He's good. No, I can see him doing it up. Um, they get around having alcohol by saying it's a dry bar for Tony's sake, <laughs> which is a great fucking lampshade. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Your, the best gift the best gift you can give to Wolverine is a collection of um, fancy uh, Canadian root beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> root beers aren't that fancy dad's root beer that's the best one mm-hmm. bark's root beer is good though no bark's, bark's is, is fine bark's is fine and w is better and w is good dad's is the best it's called dad's, dad's is good passion. if you can find uh virgil's root beer what was another one uh, I forget the that's name. fancy is dad's made with actual cane sugar though i forget I just remember they always came in these in these like old fashioned brown bottles, and they were so smooth and so crisp. And, oh. The best root beer well, was a dad's root beer. Soda out of a bro- of a glass bottle is always better, anyway. Agreed. Hell yeah, yeah. I don't know some like vanilla ice cream, maybe. Yeah, there you go. I haven't had a float in forever. That's the thing about a Firaxis strategy game is fuck you get your money's worth with those games. You really get your fucking money's worth. Like just a single playthrough is massive, and they're so mm-hmm. replayable. I will play it again. It runs great on the deck. It just crashes all the time. Oh. Have you tried launching it outside of... Um... Oh, yeah. I was going to forward Yeah, I that. did. Shoot. You did? Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Like, it won't even show up on the, on the deck version. It doesn't even try to get you into 2K. But the 2K oh, launcher okay. 
um, turns that frame rate into uh, Swiss cheese. Yeah. Huh. And you can just do a quick little command, launch from DirectXE, and bam, you don't have to worry about anything. All the performance yep. problems are caused by the 2K launcher. Great job, guys. <sighs> so much dystopia. Why didn't they just release it on Steam anyway? What? I don't know. They did. What? So you buy they a Steam did? version, but you still have to use the Epic Launcher? No, 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 no. 2K, the 2K Launcher. 2K. Okay, okay. It's its own Steam, little thing inside. It's a thing inside the thing. Within the Steam oh. purchase is the 2K Launcher? Like, yeah. Uh, it, it works like Ubisoft. Like, Ubisoft is their own fucking launcher, too. It's gross. It's super gross. I don't even know what it's supposed to do, what the benefit of it is. Besides, you know, having all the control all the time, but uh, whatever. They'll be able to, I don't know, sell you more shit somehow. (laughs) I don't get it. I suspect we haven't gone all the way through the games that Chamberlain's played. No, no. um, I'm almost embarrassed to say this, but uh, Gotham Knights... It's not terrible. You dared had a good time with it, sir. What? It's it's not bad. It's not. It's not bad. So here here are the complaints. Here are the complaints. Okay, one, the combat is really weird and kind of floaty. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, either. Two, driving on the bat cycle feels slow. There's like no sense of speed. That's that makes me angry. Um, but the game looks fine for a last generation game. Oh, come on. It's, yeah. That's <laughs> a big asterisk, dude. So the reason I'm actually enjoying it is you've got, you have the four characters you can choose from. The current Robin, not Damian Wayne. I'm, well, I was disappointed when I found out it wasn't Damian, but I'll explain why it couldn't have been Damian. You've got the current Robin. You've got um, Nightwing, Batgirl, pre, uh, who is never paralyzed. So this is really its own world, a separate thing, because Batgirl is never paralyzed. Damian Wayne doesn't exist, and you've got Red Hood. Wait, 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 wait. So this is an Oracle. Arkham. This is not Oracle. This is Batgirl. I mean, so, it's, it's 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 Gordon. It's her. But this is. I this thought is, she was also Oracle. Yeah, she is Oracle, but she's not Oracle until after the Joker paralyzes her. Yeah, but but in the Arkham. But she universe, was in the Arkham games. In the Arkham this universe, this is its own thing. This is entirely oh separate. Oh. This is its, this is its whole own world or universe, okay? Okay. But it's it has still, nothing but it's, to do... Is it called Gotham Knights or Arkham Knights? Gotham. Gotham Knights. Okay, then. <laughs> I guess. It has nothing to do with the Arkham games at all. So needless. But it uses the combat system. Uh, barely. Okay. okay. I mean, it's, it's, I, I like the idea that it's divorcing itself from these other games because it lets them do stupid things. Like killing well, Batman. I, I just, maybe I was just a little confused because the exact last thing that happened in the last game was Batman dies, and this is how this game picks up. Excuse well, but no, me. This is, that's, it's, well, I understand the confusion. I'll explain to you what actually happens because neither of you are going to play this game. Oh, the, no, 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 no. It, it opens with Batman and Ra's al Ghul fighting, and Ra's kills him, and Batman blows up the Batcave and crushes Ra's. So that's the beginning of the game. Batman dies. He's dead. He's actually honestly is, dead. Is it uh, Conroy as Batman? No, it's not. Yeah, it is not. Right. Uh, which is fine because you don't really hear much from him because, you know, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sends out a message to the four uh. remaining members of the Bat family, and they come together to begin working on the final case that he was working on. I believe this ends up going into the Court of Owls um, kind of yeah. storyline, but I'm not near there yet. Hashtag Batfam Bam. Yeah. 
So what what I like is I'm I'm playing Red Hood exclusively. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's got guns. He's got guns. They call him non-lethal. I'm just pretending he's just shooting people because that's what Red Hood would do. But it's it's canonically, Jason Todd was killed by Joker and brought back by in a Lazarus pit. So he doesn't remember most of the first part of his life, but he knows that he was killed. And so the other three members of the Bat family keep talking about things and go, you remember that? And Jason Todd's like, no, I was dead at the time. Just deadpan. It's, and he's just kind of a jerk kind of jock thing. It's, it, honestly, it's, it's very amusing. I am enjoying that much, that part of it. Um, well, shit. I was told I wasn't supposed to like this game. It's, I mean, it's... I was so relieved when it was bad. You now, don't understand. Now that Batman is it. dead, what, what, what you're expecting to happen when Batman is gone is, like, you, you, you end up going to Penguin, and Penguin's gone legit, quote-unquote, and I show up with Red Hood, and Red Hood's like, listen, I'm sorry, Penguin's like, listen, with Batman gone, you're not worth my time. Get out of my club. And Red Hood's like, well, shit. He just leaves, because what's he going to do? Can't beat him up, because he's legit now. But he has no leverage. None of these guys have any leverage, so they're starting. It's almost like a Batman Year One thing with the four, you know, kids. But Alfred's there kind of helping things on. It's, it's honestly, here's the thing. It's a goddamn tragedy that the combat is as bad as it is because there's a good game here if it was more fun to punch people. Mm. So, like, the, the moving forward and the going around and exploring and solving crimes is fun. Yeah, no, the investigation part of it's fun. The interactions between the four characters is fun. Um, I'm sure there'll be more bad guys. I mean, I, the only one I run into kind of is Mr. Freeze, and Mr. Freeze has got like this Terminator exoskeleton on now, so he's a little bit different. There's, there's, a, there's good ideas in this game, and I am willing to look past the 6 out of 10 combat to see this stuff. If it ever is 20 bucks, I might look at it. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't look like I have a, a good feeling action. they'll start giving it away pretty soon. Probably yeah. will, yeah, because I don't think this thing sold for shit. Mm-mm. It was already half what? half off like a month ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it didn't it didn't sell, nor should it have, because it's not. I mean, you have you you had a prime example in the Arkham four games that hey here's combat just do this, and they didn't. They end up throwing a lot more enemies at you at a time. Which is fine because Red Hood can drop back into third person, just shoot people in the head, and that works pretty well. <laughs> so wait a minute, you you're not you're normally playing the game in first person? No, you. I'm sorry, you drop back into first person. You play oh, the game okay. in third person. Okay. You can pull and aim, it drops back into first person. I can now aim and actually shoot people the way mm-hmm. I want to. I thought so it was just locking on and shooting them. That's you can do it that way if you want, okay. but that doesn't get you headshots. Oh, oh. So yeah. you can you can drop back and actually aim to shoot. Now, I have no idea what the other characters play with. Like I'll probably never know because I'm enjoying playing Jason Todd. <laughs> Harley's there. There's no Joker. They haven't really said what happened to Joker. I'm hoping he's not actually even in the game because that would be a nice break from the character, wouldn't it? So I don't know. I I I will. I've put like two solid evenings into it, and I'm still enjoying it. Mm. But I like Batman stuff in general, so. You know what Take I was my enthusiasm en- with a grain of salt. You know what I was enjoying this week. Hmm. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I the clip is still up there. Uh, oh, ah, yes, to the tune of new shoes. Did I send that one to you guys? Uh, mm-hmm. I saw it pop up on your uh, <laughs> your stuff. Let me set that over. 
No, I think I got it. Okay, so um, people who know the series The Boondocks will recall a moment when the grandpa has bought himself some new shoes. And he's walking along and he's going, new shoes, new oh. shoes. Ooh, Nike Sorry, makes yeah. some good shoes. And Sorry about that. <laughs> being able to one-clip people on Tracer again, like from like 10 yards out, just brrrap, and just delete a guy again for the first time since Overwatch 2 launched feels so fucking good <laughs> am i wrong in saying they're about to take that all away uh well uh, we'll get to that <laughs> yeah and and what pisses enjoy me off, your new shoes dance though sir what what pisses me off is oh yeah so so this clip is, a, is actually a play of the game uh when i one clip the two, the two supports i just walk in one clip a uh, moira turn my aim blink in one clip the anna turn around and start dealing with a nano boosted ash uh and i just like we won this team fight because i was able to do that it was fucking awesome the only downside to this is everyone like almost every game i played this week had a tracer in it at the beginning of the game (laughs) (laughs) but these are a bunch of people who don't actually play tracer and i have like 1500 hours on tracer um so they will be countered by my team or by myself and then they'll switch to a tracer counter they'll go like junkrat or torb or ash or something and then try their best the only time it didn't work out for me, um, if you finish in, like, Grandmaster in the last season of Competitive, you get a title unlocked that you can put on your username. So, like, it says Grandmaster Contender. I ended up backfilling into a game with a grand with a top 500 contender, Ooh. Tracer. And I got this guy, like, two or three times, but he beat the shit out of me. Like just absolutely, mm. he, if you if you you see this guy, you're about to die. And every time he killed me, he would teabag me. Just just uh. like spend like five seconds teabagging my corpse. It was never. It was fucking awful. Um, but I had a wonderful week of Overwatch. Just an absolutely wonderful week where I were. I had a night where I got eight plays of the game. And you'll be lucky to get you'll be lucky to get five in a good night. Um. It's been absolutely ridiculous. I've been winning constantly. Um, and a lot of people have been quitting lobbies <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when dealing with me. Um, I had a game on, um, on Blizzard World. They put Blizzard World back into the rotation. And play of the game on this map was the first five seconds of the match. Uh, my entire team is way back behind the choke. I'm way up forward, almost right outside the enemy spawn. And I'm looking at a staircase that will lead up to where they're going to, you know, see my team. And I'm waiting by the staircase. Half the team passes me by. I see the Zenyatta start to float his way up the staircase. I blink in, one clip him. Blink forward, finish off a sojourn that my team has already heard a little bit. Uh, Recall backwards, put a clip into a Torbjorn, turn around, kill the Torbjorn, blink out, go for a health pack. And I rolled these guys like a blunt... Like, like I just absolutely kicked the shit out of these guys. They couldn't do anything. And eventually the entire team, except for the tank, left. The tank just sat on a mega underneath the arch leading to the point and just sat down because there was nothing to do. And I came over and I used the Sori emote. And then I sat down with him. And then we waited, we waited for some more teammates for him to backfill in. And once he had a full team, I got up and I kicked the shit out of those guys. Um, so it's possible 
I'm not saying it's true. It's possible that this was too much damage for Tracer and Overwatch 2. Because <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've had a very have good you, week. Are you still playing uh, like like just quick play? You haven't jumped back into competitive yet? No, that's all I do is quick play. I hate competitive. Uh, oh. Competitive in Overwatch 2 is actually like everyone agrees it fucking sucks. Thank you for asking me because this is actually kind of interesting. <laughs> Here's what Overwatch 2 does with competitive. Overwatch 2, if you play competitive and you've played, you know, 50 games and it basically knows what your skill level is, it knows that you are, let's say, a Platinum 1 DPS Chamberlain. Okay. And so you log in to uh, to Overwatch 2, you complete your, four pl- your, your seven placement matches, you have to get seven wins, I believe, in order to get placed, and then it gives you your rank, and it says, congratulations, you're a Silver 3. And you're like, that doesn't feel right. I've been playing against all these guys who are definitely plat at least. It was, no, no, no. You're a silver three. And what it wants you to do is keep playing. And regardless of whether or not you win or lose those games, your rank will go up until you've done, I don't know, whatever, however many games they want you to play for retention numbers. And they figure that by doing that, or maybe their metrics show that by doing that, they increase player retention. If they don't actually tell you what your MMR, what your what your skill rating is, and the downs, <clears throat> the downside of it is it's so opaque you don't know what you actually are. It's hard to figure out what you actually are. Um, you you do all these games and you you win every single game in a row and you think you're going to rank up and it's like no you actually are plat where you already were. So we're not going to rank you up. Like it's apparently incredibly dissatisfying for people who actually play comp. And for me, I find comp very stressful just because, like, I don't want to care that much if I win or lose this game. If my team starts... You just want to play. Yeah, if my team starts flaming me and says we need more DPS, I'll switch to Genji. We can lose this one. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm never, like, hard throwing, but... I'm certainly not stressing over this for your sake or for anyone else's. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to have a good time. And I do. I tend to have a very, very good time on Tracer. Um, Probably one of my favorite moments of the week was, once again, I come out on attack on um, Route 66. And there's an enemy Tracer going, uh, spamming the voice line, too slow, too slow, too slow, too slow. And the Tracer kind of runs in front of me and starts going up high ground to jump on my team. And I just slip in behind her and one clipper and use the voice line, you got it, and turn around <laughs> and blink <laughs> off to my team. You are too slow. <laughs> I, I nailed that Tracer at least six times before she switched off. It was really nice. So I've had a wonderful week. I've had some great plays of the games. But no hate mail. No, none this week. And I think it's just because, like, maybe Chris, like, just wasn't reading it to me. But I think it's just because you see tracers all the time this week. And I'm really hoping the nerf that went in today will address that. Because tracers are actually hard to fight, usually. Hmm. Or at least a good one sure is. But yeah, I haven't haven't played anything else. I downloaded Psychonauts 2. Hmm. Because I had a vacation day earlier in the week and I was going to play it. And then I just ended up uh, mucking around with videos. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> That's okay. But, but I did delete a bunch of videos. I expected nothing less. So I had the room on my hard drive. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll it get to it. It's not like it would have been, you know, applicable for Game of the Year anyway. You, I don't... Okay, well, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but I, it's kind of bothersome to me that 
there's so much wrong with Overwatch 2. There's so many things that are fucked up. Like, Sojourn at launch, launch was just stupid. The adjustment they made to her last week or the week before was, wasn't going to resolve it at all. What they did to Doomfist made him fucking unstoppable. It is hard for any character to fight a Doomfist right now. And I don't. And they made adjustments today, and we'll see if that fixes it. Um, there's a lot wrong with it. And we haven't even talked about uh, how money grabby Overwatch Two is. I'm not even bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, well, it's fucking horrible. We have a little bit actually. I think. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about in this discussion. There's all there is a laundry list of things that are stupid about Overwatch and Overwatch Two. I was complaining on the Penny Arcade forums yesterday that you can earn all these skins and stuff, goodies for the game that you can't get in the game, they won't let you, by uh, turning on Twitch and running an Overwatch League playoff game um, and just showing to inflate the numbers that people are watching Overwatch on Twitch. No, they're actually not. They're just opening the windows and leaving it running because you'll give them a, a, a shiny monkey afterwards or something. <laughs> like, it's, it's fraud in a very gentle way and I'm told, oh, that's okay, because Apex does it too. I don't care if all these well, other high-profile profile people also punch people in the face. I don't think it's good to punch people in the face. It's a bad well, thing. How, how, how shiny is this monkey? Some of, them are, <laughs> some, of, some of them are quite shiny, actually. There was a Kuriko skin that I was pretty jealous of. And then the, uh, the, um, the winter event comes out. And the only thing you can earn from this winter event is a single skin for Brigitte if you complete six different really stupid challenges in yeah. their in their little in, in a variety of different winter mini game events that they have going on in the arcade. So you, it's going to take you a while to earn this one skin by doing this very specific thing that you may not want to do at all. Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot to complain about with Overwatch 2, and as I suggested earlier, I can't fucking stop playing it or thinking about it. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. Well, if you can like Overwatch 2, then I'm allowed to enjoy Gotham Knights. 100%, but I don't think... I'm, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Gotham Knights or Overwatch Really, 2? I'm glad somebody enjoyed that game. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he has a history of liking bad things. I, and not liking good things. So that's just how it is. That's true. That's true. So this isn't really an accurate litmus test for anyone except for him. No, except me. <laughs> oh, wait. You know, I probably. There's probably a movie to discuss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw two good ones, actually. So, wait, real quick, before we get to that, one more game related thing. Hmm. The next Street Fighter Six beta is this weekend, and Ooh. I did not get in. Oh. Again. However. Someone found this on Twitter, and I would love to believe that Capcom did it on purpose. The release date in the American format of, you know, month, day, year, or month, day, is 623, right? Okay. The, in anime games, and sometimes on Street Fighter, you will actually notate motions with the number pads. So instead of down, down, forward, oh. forward, you would use the number pads, right? Okay. 623 is a dragon punch. Yeah. It's forward, down, down, forward. <laughs> Even in the European notation, or Canadian of 236, 2-3-6 is a fireball. <laughs> okay, so, that's pretty good. I don't know if they did that on purpose. I hope they did, because it's awesome. <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, um, anyway. Okay. Movies. If, if you have Disney Plus, 
Amsterdam. I recommend it. Um, do you remember, um, oh god, that one with Saoirse Ronan and um, uh, the murder mystery one where they're in the theater? Uh, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about that good. I'd say it's a little better than that, Alex. Okay. The and cast, you didn't hate that. No, I didn't hate it, and I don't hate this, but I'd say the script is a little... Um, is a little too direct. There's not enough subtext going on. There's just overt text. Oh, I know authors that use subtext. They're all <laughs> cowards. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of it kind of takes that point of view to it. But what you have is Christian Bale once again um, doing a really uh, really character heavy performance. He's huh. playing. He's playing this really Jewish-sounding guy who lost an eye in the war, and he's a doctor, but he's also a total fucking drug addict. Uh, you have Margot Robbie playing a. Uh, she's. Uh, you, you meet her as a nurse, but it turns out there's. Uh, it turns out she comes from a very different family. Um, she's having a lot of fun, and then John David Washington, the guy from Tenet. Is uh, is both of their best friends. They're like a trio of best friends who met during the First World War, and then they come back. Um, they come back to New York, and then they get embroiled in a murder mystery. Um, like you do. Yes. So it's it's a lot of fun. You got some very uh, uh, very charismatic, very talented actors in the th- in your three main roles. The only character I was kind of disappointed with was John David Washington because he's not given as um, as fun a character to work with. His guy is the straight man. He actually yeah, this this is the one where Taylor Swift gets run over by a by a bus, right? Yes, and that was yeah. fun to watch too. <laughs> you're like she shows up and you're like no fucking way and you look it up on your phone it is <laughs> oh my god it is taylor swift uh, wow de niro Rami malik yes chris rock yes mike myers yeah uh, yes actually yeah he's he's, he's he's playing a fun part he has a wonderful fun little part to play and that was beyond a little bit of issue with the script my only other issue is john david washington doesn't have as fun a character as anyone else in the movie but he's still he's still excellent for what he's given to do, uh, so yeah, it was quite good. The other one that was really really interesting, I rented it. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. Alex, have you heard of this one? I have. I've wanted to see it. The critical reception was chilly but positive. Mostly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's. Um, I wanted to love a, it. I mean, you've got a you got a sardonic um fucking oh fuck Woody from. Yes, it, it's a it's a uh, fairly cerebral movie. It's very much about um, how we get power. Woody Harrelson. Oh fuck. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. It's very much about how we get power in the world, and how our circumstances uh, dictate who is currently in power, and basically suggests that whoever is in power will become evil as a result mm-hmm. and abuse it, um, and it keeps on kind of. It keeps on twisting its its position. Um, it keeps on um, it keeps on twisting what's going on with the characters and inverting it. And it does that like at least two times across the movie. And the third time is is a huge inversion of of power and position for these people and completely changes their lives. Uh, so it's it's very much a, it's a fairly self indulgent movie. Um, but I think it actually is as smart as it thinks it is. 
I really that's always good. It. It's yeah. not oof, not guaranteed. Yes, I, I I really quite enjoyed it. Um, there are some very strong performances. There are some very there are some very well realized characters, and very few of them are good people. In fact, it kind of suggests that no one is in the right circumstance. Um, yeah, Triangle of Sadness, very interesting, <coughs> very interesting movie. Yeah, basically, uh, Lord of the Flies with rich assholes. Uh, it gets oh. it gets to that point. Yeah, yeah gets to that point uh and that's all i got that might um, be time for game oh alex I, I no i didn't really watch anything i've been <laughs> taking care of business it's been every a lot day of business. you get married in a week ah, yeah exactly a week ready? now hooray what's One wrong from oh, nothing's so. wrong it's just there's a lot there's a lot of work left you, alex you can do this. I know I can. It's just gonna. Uh, hmm. No, 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 no. Think you guys getting to go anywhere on the honeymoon? Or is that happening? No, later? but we're gonna have a nice little staycation at like a spa close by. Nice. Yeah, okay. we're doing something. I've been listening to the Sarah Silverman podcast lately, mm-hmm. and one of her stories is about how when she was a kid, she would pee the bed every night, and her father had wonderful memories of going to summer camp when he was a child. So every summer, he would send Sarah to summer camp. And most other kids were looking forward to summer camp. She dreaded it every year because now she would have to piss the bed and pretend that it was normal and clean the sheets in front of all these other kids, lest she be, um, you know, completely shamed for wetting the bed. Yeah, how how she became a comedian, we'll never know. Yeah, um, and she tells the story that her sister Laura told her one year when she was just terrified about going to camp and confided in Laura about how awful she was feeling about it. That this is going to suck. It's absolutely going to suck, but it's going to be one of those things, and in two weeks, it'll be over. And it'll just be it'll just be a memory. And you'll be past it, and and you'll be stronger for it. Alex, in a week and a half. Yeah. No, I'm week, not worried. In a week I'm and a just... half, it'll be almost Christmas. That's true. But, oh, man, we're going to get so much presents. <laughs> that is true. I've seen your registry. Oh, man, they got those camp chairs already. They're so fucking comfortable. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. I love a good camp chair. Now I have fancy ones. Ooh. I can fall asleep in them. They're dangerous. That's a good camp chair. That's a great hey, camp that chair. And your, that and the switch deck? Hey. Uh, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I've been doing right. with it. Does that mean it's time for the game of the deck. year? Mm-hmm. Um, I I, I, I I've so. called it the switch by accident a couple of times now. Well, I did. I, I called. I just called it the switch deck and didn't even realize what I was doing. <laughs> no, I've, I've definitely called it the switch. Like your switch, I'm like the the, the the deck. Yeah, but that didn't confuse no, is... any of us. <laughs> no, no. We knew what you meant. I've I, I've named my operating system Dexter. Aww. Guess how I spelled it. Uh, <laughs> okay, I can see it. D e c k s. I'm a little too proud of it. I can't be the first person to make that joke. Probably. Nah. You know, take some credit. It was good. It was good. Hmm. So, 2022. So, <clears throat> a like year Awards, I I'm... will look back on fondly when I forget just how much it fucking sucked the nine months out of the year where I didn't have anything to play. <laughs> yeah, there were some dry, dry spots in 2022. God damn. Yes. But, yes, there were. But for people who like From Software games, there were some dizzying highs. Oh, man, I've gone back up that mountain, and I'm having a goddamn blast. Are you currently? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. My samurai is making everything bleed, and I love it. Yeah. Um, 
Well, there must be some suspense about the rest of your lists, though. Come on. There was there was never any question in my mind. Much like the game awards, the mm-hmm. yeah. the outcome was you know obvious. I, there's a reason. Like a month after it came out, all these other games started releasing next year. Yeah, <laughs> we're not competing with that. Um, okay, well, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Honorable mentions: Sifu. Mm. I really liked Sifu. Never beat it. I don't think I got past the third level. It's a hard game, and they've patched it repeatedly. It's much easier now. Like I could go in, find an easier difficulty, oh, is and it? beat the shit out of Sifu. Yeah, yeah. There's all it's it's that is actually good accessible. to know. Thank you. Yeah, and there's a lot more content, I believe. It was really hard. Really it fucking is, hard. Like I really want to love you. Let me love you. But again, they've there's been tons of patches to open it up to a wider audience. Good. Uh, Darkest Dungeon Two Early Access. I got a lot of playtime. Oh yeah, no, that's that's real good. That's real fucking good. Yes, I really quite enjoyed that, and I did love all the Ollie World and what I played of uh, Roller Dome. Roller Drone. Honorable mentions across the board for those five, I guess. Three, four, four for those four. Four. Uh, okay, number five on my list. I got to go with Dying Light Two. Mm. Really. Notice, note, listener, did not finish Dying Light 2. No. No, because Horizon... Why is that? Because Horizon Forbidden West came up. Oh, surely you were riveted. And then... But you didn't finish either. No, why is that? Hori- no, uh, Horizon, well, I'm sure we'll get to that. Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West, I, I really did quite enjoy. I did and, too. And I would have finished it if a certain other game hadn't come up. <laughs> Number three, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, that's a nice one. God of War Ragnarok is uh, as close to a legit 10 out of 10 across the board action game as I've played in years. Um, it was one of those Sony games that really surprises me that their formula doesn't feel stale and can work so well and it was so consistently inventive and surprising. It, re- it repeatedly surprised and impressed me across the playthrough and it gave me those colossal God of War moments. The moments the Garm fight was fucking wicked. Oh my god! Um, and where the story goes was legitimately touching and moving and thoughtful and just, just really great. God of War Ragnarok, ten out of ten. In fact, you know what? Nine point five for making me squeeze through hallways. Nine point. I'm really fucking sick of it. Yeah, but that's the only thing. That's the only thing. So maybe like nine point nine out of ten. I'm not sure if that's worth a whole half a point because no God of War Ragnarok is fucking awesome you know what's not Mm. awesome across the board Mm. Overwatch 2 but it's definitely my number 2 because I can't can't stop playing it Uh, I love it Um, I'll just leave it at that I'll put out a video again Um, Mm. Overwatch 2 is a lot of fun and I recommend checking it out it's free if you have a console Uh, and then number 1 yeah um I often complain that game critics are more interested in things that are new or different than actually good. Like, they're more impressed with something that is a twist, or... It's like it's like being really impressed with uh, with Scream. Remember the, the horror movie Scream came out in the 90s? Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, it subverts expectations of the genre and plays with them. That's what, you know, critics really want. They want something new. They want something different. And I hate to agree with that sentiment, but Elden Ring took what was already a fairly immaculate sense of game design for the Souls formula and blew it up to blew like it up. by by a measure of like a hundred times. It is an absolutely ridiculously colossal game with so much to do and so much to experiment with. And oh man, um 
after God of War, I can't say that it's the best action of 2022, but it was certainly the second most satisfying action of 2022, second after Overwatch, for me. Um, the art direction of it is staggeringly beautiful. The music is incredible. The design of all the enemies is, you know, 9.5. It's another 9.5. I think it's telling they use so many older enemies from older games, but those enemies were themselves so well designed, nobody cared. No, people bitched. Sorry, not people that much. Complained. People complained, I should say. But no one's. Is it is it holding back your points or your decision? Not even no. a little bit. I like when this game came out. Elden Ring, fuck off. God, Dying Light, fuck off. Elden yeah. Ring. And it was Elden Ring, as you'll recall, for like the next three months straight for me, if not four. Yeah, pretty much. Remember, remember you he, made your remember, own game. You were playing a different game in Elden Ring. Remember Stormville Angel? Character. Yeah, Stormville Angel, yes. man. I had so much fun just doing this little multiplayer thing of helping people out and, and staying on this smurf. I loved it. Probably the only reason I'm not still doing it is they nerfed Bloodhound Step. Quite a bit, yeah. Yeah. So I can't, I can't definitely get someone through Stormvale anymore. But even you have to admit that was some cheesy ass shit. Um, yeah, but that's why you keep it in PVE and maybe you know nerf it in PvP. You gonna but, check out the multiplayer? No, I don't give a fuck about that. Oh, okay. I'm like unless unless there's a mode where I can just help other people. Like that's what I loved about Stormvale. Age. True, 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 true. I wasn't, I wasn't there to beat people up. I was just there to help. And so yeah, Elden Ring is a hundred percent game of the year. It is, it is original, but classic. It is an absolute modern classic of a game. I am totally almost playing. I will be playing it the second we're done here. And that's my top five. Uh, on, 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 your, on your deck or on the console? Um, this, mm. If it was the forth. first time you were playing it, the deck would be fine. But once you're used to 60 FPS, you can't. You just can't. Yeah. You there can't go, go back? Yeah, that makes sense. You can't do it. That makes sense. I... Yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah. Uh, let me go. Um, my number five. Let me bring up my list, just so I don't get them out of order. Come on. Remember Vampire Survivors? Yes, I do. Uh, did either you gentlemen try it? No, I did. Okay, like sometimes I respect a game for like putting me in like a hypnotic state. That it's it makes it difficult to describe what. Is fun about Vampire Survivors. I guess you could say it's like a resource management puzzle. You're just moving a dude around a screen and just watching, you know, a bunch of like sprite art kill each other. And yet it's compelling enough to where that like any podcast or audiobook you want to hook up on there, it just accentuates it. It doesn't get in the way that you can enjoy yourself. You can just like it's it's a great before bed kind of a game. I put a ridiculous amount of time into it. I I get cookie clicker now. If that <laughs> makes sense. Okay. It's also all of what to. five no, bucks. Was it that like, It was two seventy like when I got it. Huh. Yeah. And there's there's like, DLC coming it, for it soon. It might as well give me cancer, and I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, knew, I knew these were cigarettes. I knew these were cigarettes. I knew what I was doing. Uh, number four, uh, I was a teenage exo colonist. Okay. Blew me the hell wow, away. This is the it's narrative a, game, right? It's a really good story that is accentuated by a great plot twist. Okay. Like, it becomes, like... 
there's a hmm. it is a better game than I anticipated but it also just tells a good story like it is it, it seems like a cutesy sort of like teenage like romance sim but then your, your friends and family just start dying in horrible ways and you try to figure out how to save them in another playthrough it is so well done and it's it's so hard to fix everything and you just you can't you can't you just, fix you everything there's no way to yeah. do it there is it's ridiculous it takes oh, okay. a lot of lifetimes to do it and I'm, I'm not quite there yet. I was right on the cuffs of my golden playthrough, and something else came out that I will discuss presently. Pentiment oh, is yeah. the love child of Microsoft buying Obsidian and J.E. Sawyer making a ridiculously obtuse like ger- a game set in Germany in the 16th century. Like Renaissance-era Alps. Who doesn't want that game? <laughs> I want to check out that game, but it's not on PlayStation. It is an interactive novel. Like, I would give this... I'm going to recommend this to my dad. Like, anybody that wants to, like, read anything by uh, Umberto Echo or, like... you ever see In the Name of the Rose? Mm-hmm. It's that. It's that as a game. But also, it's more just about, like, a peasantry in Germany chafing under heavy taxation that is in no way you know, applicable to modern life at this point. But it's it's just like you see someone with a little conversation blurb above their head and they're you're just gonna you're gonna find dialogue worth worth listening to. You're gonna learn about people's lives, how much they suck, the weird ways in which we're living the same lives now. Like people who are just unrepentant assholes, they don't need a reason. That's just who they are. And it's the way they those characters end up being three dimensional, it is Pound for pound, one of the best stories a video game has told or possibly will ever tell. And its last act is a masterpiece. Now, there was a time when you were chafing against the uh, the constant barrage of villains who uh, are somewhat redeemable or three-dimensional. Yeah, I know. Like, it, 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 not everybody. Some people are just unrepentant bastards. And, like, it doesn't make them monsters. And I like how this... like. Sometimes there aren't two sides of shit. Sometimes the church is really just taxing people into poverty because it can. And you can dress it up all you want. And you can even see maybe why they did it. But those people will never apologize. Or they'll never like feel genuine remorse. And that doesn't make them a monster. But it is a story worth telling that this game does very well. I don't know. It's kind of monstrous. It is. And they don't like... shy away from it. But you get how it happens. Also, um... It has some strong words for mercenaries and how fucked up you have to be to want to be a mercenary. Yeah. I wish, yeah. I, I, wish I could kill people, but get paid for it. Oh my god, and all <laughs> the kids, there's so many kids in this game, they're also fucking cute and believable, and they say, like, really awful shit to you. <laughs> like kids do. Kids do do that. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and okay. I mentioned, like, you, there is a um, protagonist switch in the last act. And they uh, they foreshadow it by having that child as a little girl steal your hat. Mm-hmm. And then she just wears it for the next 20 years. You told us. And I just, yeah. I it's shit like that. That just makes me like, I'm, I'm so glad I spent money on this. Man, that's a high quality hat just for, as an aside there. It's a Does great running gag. Yeah. You can choose to steal it back, and I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. Would she be wearing a different hat or no hat if you'd stole it back? I, I'm assuming no hat. I haven't played it twice. Okay. Yeah. Number two, 
God of War Ragnarok knocked my fucking socks off. Yeah. Like, I, I was expecting something good. I wasn't expecting something this good or this long or this in-depth or this well-acted. Yeah. Just yeah. really came out of nowhere. Like, it did not knock Elden Ring off its perch, but it came scary close for a minute there. Yeah. I was it, not expecting it. It actually made it kind of like a, a debate for a, for a moment or two. Because <laughs> Elden Ring's graphics can't compare to this shit. Not, not at all. Oh, but, um... Yeah. I played one much longer than the other. Mm. I think that speaks for itself. But no, like everyone was doing a great job. The actors I had problems with got better. Actors I liked got even better. Uh, there was a plot twist on us I didn't see coming. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Uh, just You're not expecting a story about an alcoholic, abusive father told like this. Yeah. And it did it well. And that's just, that's like an aside of an aside. That's like a side story inside a side story for this game. Like, it, it covers a lot of ground addiction, uh, legacy, parenthood. Do you want to run your family like a mafia? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're uh, old. I just, I was, I was chuffed, right chuffed. Do you think if you had finished Midnight Suns that it would be on your list? I think it might be. I think it, I, I didn't have enough time. I really didn't. Well, it would have it would have probably knocked Vampire Survivors off, but I haven't finished it, so I can't do that. You know, you, I you've, think. you've tried. You're 40 hours deep, but oh my god, man, so much game. God bless you, Firaxis. You do not bet against Jake Solomon. I can't imagine what might be your number one. I it, it's a mystery. We haven't already been talking about it. Elder Ring. <laughs> Is uh, <laughs> you just again? I expected something good. I was not expecting this much good. I was not expecting two and a half Dark Souls just built into on top of each other. And like each moment works. Like each little. There's enemies in this game that still kind of freak me out. I'm still really shitty with Iron Maidens. I really, I, I don't have a great way of taking them down. It doesn't take way too much effort. Um. I played it three times, start to finish, within a month and a half, which never happens. Even with, you know, from software games. It's yeah. crystallization of a great formula that hasn't missed yet and possibly never will. Like, I don't know how you can have a serious conversation that they aren't one of the greatest developers that ever existed. Agreed, and um, which makes me kind of bummed about their Game Awards news, frankly. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, they were doing that long before any of the Soul oh, stuff. I will definitely be giving them money for that. Okay, have you? Ever I'm like, going to play Armor Core. I'm going to learn to get good at Armor Core. Well, okay, just because it's a From game, I agree, gives it gives it cachet in my mind. That you know, it, it's probably pretty fucking good. I mean, they wouldn't waste their time. <sighs> We'll it's see. been 10 years since the last Armored Core release. They I wouldn't they're, they're, waste I, their time. I remember trying yeah. 5 and just going, eh. Like, I tried the last one and just... Yeah. Yeah. A whole different subset of nerds went crazy for during the Game Awards for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not me either, but I was like, ah, that, that made me laugh a little on the inside. Like, oh, you want a Bloodborne again? Too bad. Here's Armored Core. Yeah, that's how it felt. <laughs> Because you knew as soon as Keeley started talking but, that, he, that he was talking about From. Like, but, you just could tell from his tone that it was From. And then, yeah. Alex? But. But. They, 
have been at this Dark Souls shit for so long now. They yeah. deserve a break. I respect it. I guess. Let let them try new things so they don't go mad. I guess. But it's also like going to your favorite pizza place and going, you want to try our spaghetti? And I'm like, no, just give me the pizza. Like, no pizza this week. What? <coughs> no, no pizza, no pizza for the next seven years. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure another year and a half we'll have another, you know, Sekiro. Blood it blood. really cranked them out. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, they have two studios at least now. And there would happen to be two great studios. Yeah, they, it's it's weird. You know, you'd think one of them would be the shitty one. I love Dark Souls 2, which runs... I, like, imma- I love Dark Souls 2. Oh, runs immaculately on the deck. You don't fucking know. Hmm. Honestly, kind of disappointed about Dark Souls 3 performance on deck. It kind of it hurts. Well, they tried to do a lot more graphic in the 3. So. Yeah. All right, Mr. Chamberlain, what do you got? All right, well, for the listener, the Elden Ring is not on my list because Boo. I don't like that kind of game. I respect it. I, I sampled it. It made me angry. He didn't really sample it. He didn't even like get to the grace point. Basically, he didn't even get to the arch the grace point by the arch and find the map. You gotta touch I, I grace, played, man. He didn't I played enough of it out. to know. I played ah. enough of it to know. Didn't even get a single smithing bell. Did I One have day. no maidens? No maidens. One Does he day. even know what grave glove word is? Probably I have not. No idea. No, no well, idea whatsoever. It. One day, one of these games is gonna get you, no and then you'll days. go. You were right. <laughs> so I, look i traded this for him i i i tra- i asked god for for one thing and he gave me him finishing uh uh hollow knight so oh, yeah. i did i finished if i could hollow pick knight. i did okay. i could pick one of those okay we're off i did finish hollow knight. All right, so anyway, anyway um week year i only played 52 games this year less you know, one game a week yeah which did, is not what, did the me. gameplay give you like a rap or something no no i i i, I keep a list I have a spreadsheet oh. going back almost 15 years of what I played every year, just because I like making lists. Okay. I don't want to know. Um, don't judge me. <laughs> I I don't I don't want to know because I would judge myself intensely. Um. So two honorable mentions for bad games that were still fun. Mm. Edge of Eternity is the most earnest train wreck of a Eurojank JRPG that I've ever played. It's a terrible game, but it meant well. It's like that cousin who tries to do well but is still a criminal. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> oh, but you tried, man. You tried. You tried really hard. You killed three people, but I mean, you tried. Okay? I mean, like, you didn't. I mean, you said you were going to give them more? more money, and you made them yeah. think they were rich for a little bit. <laughs> uh, and the other honorable mention for bad games that I has managed to enjoy was Gungrave Gore. It's a terrible game, but I finished that and I walked away from Band Out of Three. So. There you go. Um, number five, Proteus. Mm-hmm. Proteus was finally finished and released this year, and proof that you do not need to be complicated to have be a good time. Proteus is literally just Doom with voxels and better but level design. That's what it is, and it was a blast. It was... The best of the retro style shooters that have come out in the last several years. Proteus was really good. Uh, if I had any, you know, talent or desire, I'd go in and start making levels for it, but I don't. You can still go in and download, you know, fan made levels. There's always stuff to play in there. It's it's just a really good retro first person shooter. A lot of fun. Uh, number four is as close as I get to games like. 
Elden Ring. It's Rogue mm-hmm. Legacy Two. Wow. I'm glad you enjoyed Rogue it. Legacy Two was just it was just fun. I mean, it, it's it's barely even a roguelike anymore. I'm surprised it's, it's higher it's, on your list than Proteus. You fucking love Proteus. I love Proteus, but I also understand the limitations of Proteus. It wasn't trying to be anything more than literally just Doom with a can of modern paint on it. Whereas Rogue Legacy 2 was trying to expand on the last Rogue Legacy. There were more characters. The dungeons were bigger. The combat was better. Visually, it was much more impressive than the first game. It was also probably twice as long as the first Rogue Legacy. And it's... Are there some classes that are worthless? Yeah. But that's when you do a little putting around, you get yourself killed, and you start over again. And it doesn't take very long. The way you unlock fast travel in Rogue Legacy 2, so it never becomes repetitive. Like, if you need to go back to a dungeon, odds are, if you had enough gold, you've unlocked a checkpoint right outside the boss door. So, is it a roguelite? Kinda. But it gives you so many shortcuts, so many ways around the resetting of things, that for me, it never stopped being enjoyable. See... But the thing, here, okay, I hate to take this back to Elden Ring again. Every <laughs> Souls game does that, but you never get far enough in one to open the door. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Because Rogue Legacy 2 starts out so much more welcoming. It starts out so much easier. But Elden Ring lets you go wherever you want to go. Yeah, and get killed by a dude on a horse. And you go around him and you get killed by somebody else. So it's... Okay. Part so, of, okay. mm, there'll never be a more to, accessible Souls game than this. We, to touch on, on Elden Ring and the From Software, from, from my point of view, there is an arrogance to their game design. An arrogance. Oh, it, insist, it insists upon I, itself. It insists no, on right. itself. No, that is true. That is there true. is an arrogance to their design that I cannot get past. It's but, the same reason okay, that you know what? I, if I, I did, see Yoko I did Taro's feel name that. on it, I will never write. Okay. I, I, I did feel that in Sekiro quite a bit. First, okay. First of all, that's a hundred percent true, but it's also like a chef picking up a bit of watermelon, putting salt on it, <laughs> and then handing it to you and saying try or pepper on it and saying handing, handing it to you and trying this. And you go, oh, that doesn't sound good. And you're like, just put it in your mouth. And then we put it in our mouths. It's like, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 yes, it's pretentious as fuck. It, it, it's doing what it's doing, and it's not going to bend for anyone. But it turns out it's right. Like, it's definitely well, right to be doing what it's and, doing. And, and Rogue Legacy bends. Rogue Legacy is like, yeah, you know, this is kind of hard, so here. Here's a hand up. It doesn't beat you down to the dirt. It's like, here, here's, you know, do this. Or do I don't this, know. I felt like it was cool. really generous with the Estes this time around. Well, it could be, again, unless you're a caster. Really that far. <laughs> no, like, it was generous. And like, like, there was, like, golden seeds and, like, yeah, uh, Estes upgrades, like, everywhere. Up with, like, four- I think it was fourteen max or sixteen max, mm-hmm. but you could I, like I remember. I think I ran around with twelve. I think I ran around with fourteen heals and two magics. Yeah, no, that's a good one. And like it was just like it, it, you, as long as you just like ran around like the world, like the main world, you would just you know trip over it. Like they didn't try to hide them that much, like they usually do. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. No, okay, well, you know, we, we brought this up a lot when we were first playing it. There's a lot <laughs> in Elden Ring that makes it far more accessible than any previous Souls game. Hello? Is anyone there? Perhaps someone looking for a quest? Like, Elden Ring is so arrogant, it takes over my top five. That is, isn't even okay, on. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Next. What's after Rogue Legacy It insists upon itself. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem. Okay. 
it looked is, good. It, it's, I like it because it's someone else's take on the big budget action game, right? Mm. It's not Santa Monica Studio. It's not one of the Sony Studios. It's, it's its own take, smaller budget, but tries to be of the larger scale, you know? I, 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 the setting is interesting. The kind of the, 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 during the black plague, I like that semi-realistic setting. This one goes to really weird places where it touches upon religion being faked to opiate the masses and or for your lover. Like literally the main villain created a religion to keep his wife happy. Uh (laughs) And you get sucked up into that. Uh, It also has the absolute balls to kill the child you've been trying to save for two whole games. Wow, okay. So he dies! That's actually really impressive. And if you do it the way I did, you pull the trigger. Does he come back? No. Oh, okay. What ends up happening is it's you find out that the whole first game is about containing the macula. Mm-hmm. And then you learn that the last person who had it could not contain it and destroyed Bliss and that and everything else. But you, what you find out, what, what Amicia finds out is that what keeps the macula contained is the bond between the protector, her, the sister, and the brother. That that little family, that familiar relationship, the love between them keeps the macula in 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 check, and he doesn't. The kid doesn't lose control until he's taken away. He's taken away from Amicia and put somewhere where everybody else thinks he's going to be safe. And he basically creates hell right there. And you go there, and and the child is basically gone. He's he has been he has lost himself to the macula, and the only way to give him rest is to shoot him in the head with your crossbow. Hmm. Or, I'm sorry, not your crossbow, with your sling. That does sound like a big moment. A sling? And that, and yeah, that's, it, Amicia uses a sling. Okay. And, and she did in the first game, too. And this sling is enough to kill him? In, like, a David and Goliath kind of way? Like, these are, well, these no, are lethal he's still, he's still a child. He's still a child surrounded by billions of rats. But in the middle, he's still there, kind of tied up to both stuff. So the kid is still there, basically. God, that's so sad. No, it, it is. It's sad. And, the, and then... You know, you get, you know, someone else comes back, the pirate woman whose name I've forgotten who's a great character comes back to check on Amicia like a year later and she's basically decided that she's going to find the next person who is cursed with Immaculate to try to keep this from happening again. So it's it's a bittersweet ending. It's got a lot of interesting characters. It's The rat effects, they're not as astounding as they were the first time around, but it's still kind of cool to see rats flowing like water and doing things. It's a little buggy here and there, but again, this is not. This did not have God of War Ragnarok money. Okay, this was. It's not a budget title, but this is not some Sony-backed monstrosity, and it still was that good. Speaking of Sony-backed monstrosities, the Horizon games always release at the wrong time. Yeah. Had Forbidden West came out last year, or next year, an exclusive PS5 more people would have paid it the attention it deserved. For, for Horizon Forbidden West is my number two. Hmm. It was because okay. it was... I, 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 the way the open world worked in this one, how there are callbacks to previous areas, and you go back and visit people you talked before and things have happened... That aspect was wonderful. ...is enjoyable. Yeah. The, the combat is... I think the combat is better this time around than the first game. Mm-hmm. Melee definitely is. Yes, 
you get a little further away from Dinosaur, which was kind of disappointing, but you still have giant, ridiculous monsters. Again, the ending is like a blatant, yeah, we'll make a third one on the PlayStation 6 whenever that comes around. So it, it doesn't really have a good ending. <laughs> but it's the, easily the best open world game that came out this year. As far as traditional open world collectathons go, mm. uh, not mm. true. Not true. For me, you wouldn't count well, God of War. Yes, for you, yes. God of War. I don't. God think of War is I not open count world. God of, well, God of War is not open world. Okay, I guess not it's the all same way, not, Yeah, not in the same way Forbidden West is. Forbidden or West Elden is open Ring. world. Elden Ring is open. Again, world. Elden Ring's not on my list. It might as well not have come out this year. Might um, as well not have come out this year. But the way the way Forbidden West handled specifically quests and quest givers and yeah. characters that you would meet earlier and who would then become important later, and like you were just, it felt like checking in on old friends, and they've had lives mm-hmm. since then, and oh now this other thing has come up. It's fucking awesome the way it handles that shit. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, the voice acting was all good, of course. Um, Aloy does not disappoint. At all. Uh, okay, you um, the, can't the whole just... Idea... Hmm? Yeah, yeah, okay. The villain from the last game became a... An, a thing monster, and you never get to see it. What, Hades? No. no not Hades, um, uh, Soros. The, or, yeah. Ted, right? Ted Soros? Ted Soros. Like, he became a giant monster. Do we get to see it? No, but we're going to blow him up. Bye. <laughs> Wait. That was some the, bullshit. The bald, the bald guy? Yeah. He's a character in Forbidden West. Yeah, you I know, but you don't see the monster he became. You just blow him up and like, okay, we're done with this dungeon. Goodbye. (laughs) I don't remember that happening in the first game. Exactly. It's the second game. You meet him in the second game. He's still alive, I thought. He's still alive. And he's like in your party. He like joins you. Oh, really? What? Yes. Which guy are we talking talking about? about, We're talking about... Before mm. before the fall of the world, there were two people. One was like a fucking... Oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Soros. Who was the actual genius. Soros, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that guy apparently like survived somehow. He's been alive that entire time and is some ridiculous thing. And then Aloy kills him with a flamethrower, but you never see what he became. Right. And I'm just like, you can't tease a tentacle monster and never... Anyway, <laughs> not on this budget level do you get to get away with that. Do oh. you get to tease the tentacle monster yeah, and not would, show you killing would, Jeff Bezos I would be or whatever? I disappointed with not seeing the tentacle monster. I agree. Like, especially if that character was a major character already from the last game. Well, I mean, he kind of was. He's always been talked about. You never met him. You always see recordings of him. Mm-hmm. He is the one who ended the world, literally. Yeah. A pivotal, a pivotal dude. You kill him. Yeah. 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 But still, I look forward to the third one. Good, good game. I will absolutely play the third game. Uh, and then my number one is God of War Ragnarok because it is probably the most complete experience I've had mm-hmm. in a long time. It's very complete. Just, just very every time you, I was holding the controller, so either something meaningful was happening or I was having a good time or both. Mm-hmm. It, Always it is, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it, it always looked good. Yes, there are still some of the hangers-on bits from the previous generation. Hopefully the next one will finally get rid of that. But... In- incredible uh, um, variety of levels and like level design. Yeah. yeah. Well, you also you you get to know the characters from the first game to the second game. Heck, we've, we've known Kratos for a decade now, mm-hmm. you know? And granted, the new version is significantly different than the old one, which is fine because he grew. But even between the first game and this one, he's changed. Mm-hmm. Even throughout the course of the game, he changes. Mm-hmm. And, and and the and, part where he tells Atreus that he was wrong. What the fuck was that all about? That was huge. 
to not trust him? I don't. No, not to not trust him, but that, that he was wrong about something about sacrificing everything, or. Oh yeah, he his 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 Saint Crispin's Day speech. He's talking about how you know victory in war is about sacrificing everything. The, and then um, Ragnarok shows up, and he says, "No, I was wrong. Go save the people." We'll go to the rest. So even in the course of the last battle, he realizes that he doesn't want to be the way he used to be. Yeah. It's, it's got a good ending. Kratos gets a happy ending, like a legitimately happy ending. Yes, and yeah, no now, strings attached. And, and now that we discuss it, no, I think it is. I think it is reasonable to say that this was a strong contender against. El- Sorry, going back to Elden Ring. I think it really yeah, was okay. a, a legit strong contender. Like, For real. It was really amazing. And unfortunately, well, maybe fortunately, we don't do our Game of the Year deliberations here at the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast the way these, you know, fucking Game Award schmucks do it with Keeley. <laughs> if there is a game that appears on all three of our lists, that's the Game of the Year. That's true. Alex, That's you didn't have Horizon on your list, as I recall. I didn't. I I got. I was really poor with it. Yeah, towards the end. Uh, Chamberlain, you, you did not have Elden Ring on your list, as I recall. No, I did not. Thus, <laughs> just the only one in agreement. The only the one on all lists is God of War. But I think that's fair. <laughs> I think if we were going to, if if you were to say to an unknown um, audience member, "What's the best game you could buy this year that you will definitely have an awesome fucking time with?" That's definitely the safest answer. It's a yeah. It's yeah. It, it is. It'll blow your mind. It's awesome. It's so big and so intimate at the same time. This when the way Kratos finally talks Thor down yeah. at the end. At the end yeah. of fight, yeah. we must be better for our children. Yeah. <sighs> And still the line, death can have me when it earns me, is the mm-hmm. hardest line in any video game ever. Oh. <laughs> I wish he'd said that to Atreus, though. He didn't actually say that. I know, he, he didn't. He said it to... to Brock, I think. He was just in a boat with... Yeah. yeah, I think it was with Brock. Oh, poor Brock. Death can have me when it earns me. Yeah. I wanted there to Brock be a quest where you afterlife. went and got that missing piece of Brock's soul back. I wanted that to happen. Well, No. I know, I know. No, Sidri has gone mad. He's gone forever now. Brock has gone forever and Sidri has gone mad, more or less. So. <laughs> there were some very good games in 2022. Mm-hmm. There were, but like you said, there were some long gaps where I had to play absolute shit like Edge of Eternity. <laughs> well, I mean, we've got some good shit coming up. Well, we got some probably good shit coming up soon. Plus, we none of us have touched the Callisto Protocol yet. That might be a diamond in the rough. No, 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 no. They, they, for free, and I'll think about it. Well, I don't know. I keep on hearing. I keep. On I would much rather play the Dead Space remake. Um, that's just yeah, me. I'm high, and that's is that January, or February? I want to say January. It's it's. I soon. think it's January second or something like that. Yeah, well, hang oh, on. Actually, that... uh, if I well, actually, I was gonna pull it up on my phone because I've got that it went bold in here. January. Oh, maybe it was twenty something. It says January 2, dot, 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 but that's where the tweet cuts off because it was a subtweet. Hang on. Uh, DM Space Remake release date. January 27th. So we got a little more than a month. And fingers crossed they don't fuck that up because knowing EA, man, 
They certainly could. They recasted the people and the people you don't remember, and they sound good. Um, I actually did look at that PlayStation Year in Review thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I have apparently played forty-six games in twenty twenty-two. I don't want to look at that. I must have. I must have gone and played some old shit. In fact, I know I did. I earned three hundred and twenty-two new trophies. Thirty-two percent of my time spent on my PlayStation Five this year was with Overwatch. Uh, 28% was Elden Ring. Mm. 8% Share Factory Studio. (laughs) Uh, 7% Ghost of Tsushima, and 4% Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I remember going back to that. I, uh... Oh, boy, I can't do it. Yeah, it's it's rough to go, like, this is how many hours of your life you burned on this hobby this year. (laughs) Microsoft hasn't set one out yet. I, apparently I they don't. Do my Sony one. I don't think Microsoft does one. Someone was pointing it out that uh, they're all about metadata, but they don't. They don't have a, an event like that. Darn it! Where is it? I need to find my. Here it is. I did it, and I pulled it up, and. Well, continue on. I will figure this out. Well, then it's time for headlines. Headlines. <clears throat> In entertainment news, Henry Cavill will not be moving forward as Superman with DC movies. Uh, He sent out a really nice statement, I thought, that said, For those of you who have been on my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember Superman is still around. Everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he sets for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape is past, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride with you all, onwards and upwards. So a lot of grace from that guy in that situation. Also, speaking of DC... Um, Patty Jenkins, the director of the Wonder Woman movies, came out and said, like, all this rumors that have been going on with how Wonder Woman 3 ended up not happening, that's all bullshit. Like, everything's fine. Everyone, I didn't walk off a set or anything. Everyone's fine. It's just not moving forward right now as they're, as they're rejiggering the whole DC universe. Um, so yeah, but was it the case that Cavill, they said Cavill left The Witcher specifically to play Superman again? I believe so, yes. So, yeah. That sucks. That sucks, because I like Cavill. I, as, yeah. a, as a performer, I really enjoy watching the guy. He's very charismatic. I mean, so I'm dreamy. getting the new Dread, so I don't really... I'm I'm still kind of high off of that. The new Dread? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carl Urban. Uh, Amazon has ordered a God of War series written by Academy Award nominees Mark Fergus and Hawk Otsby, uh, who did Children of Men, Iron Man, and The Expanse. It'll be set during Kratos' North Norse period. Okay. I don't, I don't Norse. Think, I don't think I need that. But right now, I'm not feeling very hyped for The Last of Us either. Maybe I'll watch The Last of Us and it'll turn me around on video game TV. Uh, our Maybe flag, it's good. It could be. And, well, like, Pedro Pascal, the guy who did... Uh, you, you always bring it up. It's the showrunner of um, Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. There's potential here. Uh... Our Flag Means Death Season 2 has wrapped filming, so HBO will probably cancel it any day now. Dude. They're just canceling shit left and right. Like, they are burning all the fucking bridges. Yeah, and, and they're really harming kind of the middle class of people who work on these shows and rely on residuals to survive. I mean, like, they're saying we don't want to work with anybody in that entire cast of H- in HBO's uh, the Westworld ever again. Yeah. 
But we are harming like, their like, resumes like right actually, now by doing this. Like, I can't believe they would strip Westworld. That's amazing. They spent so much fucking money on that thing. Like, somebody fucking stop them. The first season was good. <laughs> it was really good. I was never going to watch it again, but I could have. Uh, I resent not being able to now. In Overwatch news, go ahead. Uh, so how many total hours did you have? Uh, I don't know. Well, I think it just gave me, hang on. Did it tell me? One of them should I, have been. I didn't. Well, maybe it was, but I refused to take the okay. screenshot. Oh, it's because I've got, uh, I, 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 I only have 30 games on PS4 slash 5. Okay. Um, 29% of that was Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. That's 67 hours. Okay, well, my, my, Overwatch, uh, and then, my Overwatch 2 hours I do have. Uh, 32% of my playtime was Overwatch 2, and that worked out to 765 hours. Whoa! Yeah, see, guy, my God of War Ragnarok was 20%, 47 hours long after that. And then Ghostwire Tokyo. 765 divided by 24. 31.8 days of Overwatch. <laughs> so far. That's awesome. Yeah, and we're not done yet. So I got a, so I got a better part of a month to go. <laughs> okay, what else you got? Uh, no, that, I mean, it was that. The big ones were Horizon... Uh, God of War, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, Valkyrie Elysium, and Fist. Remember Forest and Shadow Torch? Yeah. I didn't play a whole lot on my PS5 this year, except for, like, God of War. Yeah, Fist was okay. Not good enough. I liked it. Yeah, it was okay. Not going to end up on anyone's Game of the Year list. No. Except for, unless you're, like, a furry. In that case, go nuts. Uh, well, okay, that's fine. (laughs) In Overwatch news... Instead of allowing Tracer two months of being arguably overpowered like Sojourn was, and perhaps still is, a quick fix update went live today with a bunch of balance changes, reducing her from 240 damage per clip to 220. So you can no longer one clip, or is it a clip and a a Mm -hmm. melee shot? Um, I... Okay, if you go back and watch... if If you go to my YouTube channel and you watch, you know, the earlier videos I did... In fact, all mm-hmm. the videos up there right now, except for the one that's about one clipping people with the over with the recent patch, um, I can still do it if they're standing still. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only way to one clip someone with tracer with a two hundred damage clip, and that's what she had. She had two hundred before. Then they upped it to two forty because they reduced her range from twenty meters to fifteen. Um, now she still has the fifteen meter fall off, but it's 220 instead of 200. So I think I'll still be able to one clip. It won't be as reliable as it was. To me as a Tracer main, the issue with this is a Torbjorn lays down his turret. It is 250 hit points. Oh, okay. You go in on Tracer with her 240 damage, there is no critical hit point on the thing. You unload your entire clip into it, and then you melee it, and you can get out and recall out with whatever and get back whatever health it just took from you while you killed it. This now will require two clips to kill a Torbjorn turret. That I worry about, but we'll see. Um, there's a bunch of other balance changes today. Uh, Doomfist uh, has been fucking punching it up all week since that, uh, since that patch, so it was good to see him nerfed. His rocket punch cooldown has been increased from 3 to 4 seconds. He gets, uh, 
The minimum damage mitigator required to empower his rocket punch when blocking has been increased from 80 to 100, and the temporary health gained per target hit with abilities has been decreased from 40 to 35. Orissa gets a huge buff. Her ultimate is she powers up, and you have plenty of time to walk away, and then she slams down her, uh, her spear into the ground and does an AoE. With the new patch, if you put up your shield, it doesn't matter. It's going to hit you anyway. They also increased her damage falloff, like Tracer is 15. They, mm-hmm. Arissa's damage falloff now begins at 25 meters instead of 15. Fucking ridiculous. Jeez. I disagree with this. I think this is going to be stupid. Uh, Ramatra got a huge buff when he transforms into Nemesis form. His movement speed will be increased by 20%. The armor bonus from Nemesis form increased from 150 to 25. The little shield that he can throw down, cooldown reduced from 15 to 13 seconds. I think that movement speed increase on Nemesis form is a mistake because his whole thing when he ults is he transforms into Nemesis form. And if anyone is touching the massive AoE around him, the, the ultimate goes on forever. This will make it impossible for people to run away from it. You can just chase him down. He's got 20%. He's got a permanent Lucio buff now. Fuck that. Uh, Sojourn nerfs. Primary fire speed reduced by, or increased by 28%, so it'll be harder for her to build uh, her rail. Uh, Her big AoE slowdown disruptor shot no longer slows down enemies. Her power slide cooldown increased from 6 to 7 seconds. All good. I think the, the slide should have a longer cooldown than that. And then Tracer... Damage reduced from six per, six points per bullet to five point five. Uh, Anna's damage and healing from her shots increased from seventy to seventy five. This means an Anna can now two tap a tracer. Uh, the effect duration of her of her anti heal grenade increased from three seconds to four seconds. A lot of people are really upset about that. And Kiriko, they're nerfing her. Um, Kiriko's big thing is she throws this thing on the ground in any ally in its radius. Any negative effect is cleansed, and they are invincible for one 1.0 seconds right now. That 1.0 seconds doesn't sound like much, but you need that amount of time to kind of time when this diva bomb is about to go off and destroy your entire team. They've reduced that time from one second to 0.85 seconds. Mm. I think that's a mistake. I think that's going to make it way harder to get value out of this Suzu. Anyway. Uh, for PlayStation players, go to the PlayStation Network store, type in Overwatch Plus, and find something called the PlayStation Plus Winter Bonus Pack. What you will get is the snowboarder skin for Zarya and three free levels in the Battle Pass. And it's all free. You don't pay nothing. You just get three levels for free. Very nice. Uh, players are pretty disappointed in the winter event as you can earn precisely one skin by completing a ton of inane and frustrating challenges in specific winter arcade modes. Uh, let's just skip that. (laughs) Overbuff.com is back for Overwatch 2. No word yet on how accurate it probably is. Overwatch... Are they just pulling off the API and just pulling stats for you? Is that what that is? Uh, if you have a a public account, like, um, people... They did a thing where everyone's account is automatically locked. And the, if you want to see my stats, I have to friend you. Hmm. Now... You can turn that off and just have it open. And if your account is open, then you can put your username into Overbuff. It'll pull your stats and compare your stats to everyone else who also has an open account or an open profile and has logged in. So a subsection of all players. Okay. A subsection of players who have checked their stats on Overbuff. So Mm, it's never perfect, but uh, the Dead Space remake has gone gold. 
It is ready for the messes. Yeah. Side quests. Yeah. Fingers crossed, man. I want it to be so good. It's such a shame. Full anti gravity this time. I know. Uh, Sony has confirmed that Insomniac Spider Man Two will launch fall twenty twenty three. Take your time, guys. No rush. Spider Man One being the only only game that the three of us have ever actually agreed upon for game of the year. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was a weird year. Uh, it was a weird year. <laughs> rumors this week, say, and and that was the same. Wasn't it the same year Red Dead Redemption 2 came out? Yes. Yeah. It was. And then they all walked out of the Game Awards. It was hilarious. Because in retrospect, Red Dead, Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2 is okay. It's pretty good. It's a really good game. But is it, it fun all is the time? death by a million bad decisions. Tiny bad decisions. You know, if, if, if you're... You've got to be in the mood for it. If you're in the mood for Spider-Man and you someone hands you Red Dead Redemption 2, it's not going to do it. You're the, no. Yeah, like you, you, there's a million other games that will satisfy a lot of base gamer cravings that Red Dead Redemption Two does not. You have to be in the mood to sit there and play pretend. You really have to, like, yeah, you got to be in like Alex's pentiment mood, kind of. Because mm. here's a <laughs> that, story. that mood was my lunch break at work. Here's a story, and nice. you're not skipping any of it. Uh, rumors say The Last of Us Part Three is is in production with Neil Druckmann in charge. Oh, great. Yeah. You know, fun. You know what? You give me a full no. game where I'm playing as Abby. Yeah, I'll check that out. I loved Abby. Uh, a new patch. Well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what What more, what worse things can they do to these characters than has already yes. been done? Yeah. No, Abby yes. was a, literally a shell of herself by the end of the game. The Walking Dead conundrum. Hmm. <sighs> Uh, a new patch for Grand Theft Auto V on PlayStation 5 and Series X adds ray traced reflections for vehicles, water, windows, and more. It's yeah. almost 10 years old, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, we're, we're, we're coming up, we're past nine years now. A new update is now live on the experimental branch for Darkest Dungeon 2, completely retooling how relationships and meltdowns work. There's a lot in those patch notes, and I don't want to go through it all, but I, I'd like to check it out. I probably won't because, you know. Like, what? <laughs> are they making it like, what do, what do they do? Okay, well, you know how, have you played Dark Dungeon too much at all? Uh, not recently. Okay. But you know how if you have one character is like, let's say, stressed out, and then this guy over here is really, really low on health, so your plague doctor heals that person, and the guy who's stressed out, who's been scratched a little, says, I needed that! And stresses yeah. both people out and negatively affects their relationship. Now, if you're about to do that, a tooltip will come up telling you that it'll happen. Uh huh. So it it makes that less opaque. I really like that. Okay, so like if it will let you know like how that decision will cascade. Exactly. Um, that's, that's really cool. fucking helpful. Dun- exactly. Dungeon two X. Because man, that seemed like a kick in the dick. With the yeah, yeah. So I, I don't mind that. Uh, let me hope this is the right tweet and then that'll take me to it november 7th come on click this shouldn't take me long give me a second there we go click okay i'm gonna go through it uh at max stress a hero will most likely have a meltdown now but there is a chance that they can become resolute instead that never occurred before in darkest dungeon 2 Unlike Darkest Dungeon 1, Meltdown and Resolute are not enduring statuses. Rather, they are moments of impact that can affect health, affinity, and character status. Quirks, trinkets, and other can, uh, mechanics can uh, uh, can affect it. 
all random after the fact affinity games gains or losses in combat have been removed and then the telegraphing thing we just explained there is no more negative affinity you either gain affinity or lose it affinity is now measured in 0 to 20 pips with lower numbers indicating a poor or acrimonious leaning and high numbers representing a positive vibe um relationships that, that seems a lot more fair Yes, relationships can now only form at the end as you use various abilities at the end. Negative relationships will curse your skills. <laughs> Locking certain skills ah, to your skill is. bar in combat and placing a detrimental effect on the skill. If you need to heal, God. too bad battlefield medicine will cause stress to the envious man-at-arms. Positive relationships bless skills, making them extra powerful with partner-centric effects like tokens, stress heals, buffs, etc. Thanks to a respectful relationship with the runaway, the leper's chop now has a chance to give her a strength token every time you use it. Uh, and then there's some little other things. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. Darkest Dungeon 2 keeps on looking better and better. I love it. Uh, da -da, da -da -da. Idris Elba will star as Solomon Reed in the Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty expansion. Fucking I awesome! I want it. Hypes before it is like like uh, when Keanu Reeves was announced as being in Cyberpunk 2077. I was like, okay, and then you announce Idris Elba is in the expansion. I'm like, oh, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> <That's>, better. <laughs> that totally gets me. Uh, da -da -da. Okay, so there were... it's kind of crazy. He's he's more famous than anybody that's in the next John Wick movie. <laughs> Right, Elba? Yeah. Well, I mean, Ken was pretty famous. Right, but like, who else in... Isn't Jet Li in that? I don't know. No, not Jet Li. In the next John Wick movie? I don't know. Is no, Idris Elba in the next John Wick? No, I'm saying like, Idris Elba is more famous than anyone that's in the next John Wick well, movie. Well, okay, Idris Elba is so fucking charismatic and fun to watch. Yeah. Like, he's like, to me, he's like uh, Carrie Mulligan or... Uh, Daniel Kaluuya or uh, Christian Bale or Margot Robbie. Like, he's just, you put him in a movie, this is going to be fun. Um, Sorry, Donnie Yen is the Donnie Yen. Oh, Yip Man. Yes. Uh, okay, so the Game Awards. Okay, now Bill Skarsgård. People are yeah, so Bill there's, there's stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, so there were some Game Awards announcements last week that we kind of touched on a little bit but didn't really discuss. I will reiterate check out the trailer for Replaced. It's an Xbox exclusive mm -hmm. indie. It looks fucking awesome. Death Stranding 2 was announced. I did not see that coming. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, you're yawning a little bit? No. Well, I am yawning a little bit, no, yeah. No, 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 no. You want some tardigrades? I have played <laughs> Death Stranding in its entirety twice, and I full completed it on my second playthrough. I, I got every I'm, single I'm delivery guy up to five stars. Glad you had fun. I loved it. I'm just surprised that uh, Hideo Kojima came out on stage and didn't get sucked off by Jeff Keighley no, he, <laughs> live on television. Well, I mean, metaphorically, he definitely was. He took. Well, I, I'm saying, you know, no knees were dropped to. <laughs> and when, so, I mean, when, I, when you suck off Hideo Kojima to completion, what comes out is a new trailer <laughs> <laughs> that he edited himself. He'll let you know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Hades Two was announced, and that's fucking awesome. For Alex and me. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, Luke Plunkett of Kotaku said, For all the expensive shit being advertised, the most popular story on Kotaku by a mile is for the Hades sequel. It's doing three times the traffic of Death Stranding 2. People like good games. Look at that. Yeah. That's so... That's, oh, who would have uh, thought? Judas, that next thing from... Um, uh, Ken Levine. Ken Levine Studio. looks. It looked so Bioshock, but that's fine. Awesome. Yeah. It looks like exactly what I want it. from him. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars Jedi Survivor got a reveal trailer, and Cal Kestis gets a lot of neat new lightsabers in this one. Like, you get, like, a blue version of uh, uh, Kylo Ren's greatsword saber, which was neat. And he's got, like, dual wielding, and there was the, the double-sided staff. So, eh, after the combat in the last one, I'm not dying for another Star Wars game from that studio. Uh, no. Earthblade. Definitely make note of this one, listener. Earthblade oh. is the next thing from the team that made Celeste. It looks absolutely <sighs> wonderful coming 2024, tragically. Celeste with combat Celeste be afraid combat. and and not like not like those old 8-bit graphics either these are like not these are better no. than 24-bit these are like 32-bit sprites mm-hmm. it looks really yep. cool uh a forespoken demo is now available on playstation it's meh mediocre diablo 4 will come out june 6th i'll probably play it uh, me might, too uh, if it gets like amazing reviews i might get it if it gets if it gets 8.5 so i'll play it I think anything, that's almost guaranteed. It'll probably depend anything on Anything short of another, you know, auction house travesty, which I don't anticipate. You know what? I, I think they've learned their Given lesson. what's going on with Overwatch 2, I'm going to say don't put it past him, Alex. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's I don't... not the same company. Never put anything past them. I think they know they're not going to get away with it this time. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Overwatch 2 is definitely not showing me that they've learned fucking anything. Um, Remnant from the Ashes 2 has been announced, Alex. Same developer. Uh, for, for the listener, Remnant from the Ashes is like a Souls game, but everyone has guns, and it's supernatural. It's literally Resident Evil 4 Souls. Yeah. Uh, from Software announced Armor. I loved it. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, from Software announced Armor Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. I want to see gameplay. I'll play it. I want to see gameplay. And uh, Sony announced Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC set in Los Angeles. It was announced as PlayStation 5 only. It will not be coming to the PS4. That probably look really nice. Yes, it will, I expect. And no little things to squeeze through. <laughs> no ridiculous load times. And some jackass kids snuck up on stage. Man, I didn't even want to talk about and that. And said racist We're things. a weird little dude. Okay, but bastard. then I forget who it was. Jason Schreier, I think, did an interview with him and asked him a question in Hebrew, and the kid, he said the kid, kid clearly understood the question, so the kid's probably Jewish himself. So weird. Doesn't yeah, make it better. Makes then, it so much weirder. And then Keeley announced that the kid was arrested, but the kid was actually not but arrested. But he wasn't because he was like 16. You couldn't arrest him. He was just he like was... taken out by security or something and maybe put in a police yeah. car but not arrested. Um, so yeah, I don't want to give this little schmuck any fame. I mean, this was... Now fuck him. Yeah, like, I, I also want to give too much uh, credit to the Game Awards, but this was Hideki Kamiya's moment up, up there on stage to get the adulation of the gaming community. It's not about you, you little snot. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Like, and cut your hair. What the fuck is that style? <laughs> <laughs> so, or the clearly, scissors, clearly, it's called It's so. called haircuts for $27 now. That's... Clearly, Jeff Keighley needs to be removed as the host of the Game Awards. I've been saying that for years. It's been that way for years. We say it every year. Yeah. Can we start... Ashley Birch. No. You don't think Ashley Birch is... Love Ashley Birch. Clearly, we need to wheel Al Pacino back out there again. No, that was terrible as well. Aisha (laughs) Tyler. See, okay, she was the first one who sprung to mind, but my perception of Aisha Tyler as a host is negatively colored by the fact 
that I've seen her as the host for Ubisoft con- conferences repeatedly. And okay, Ubisoft but she conferences can... are terrible. Well, yes, but she is really cool. She is really cool, but... I think she'd be a better host than Ashley Birch would. I'd need to I'd need to see them side by side because I when it comes to games just watch the more I, recent uh, uh, Who's Line shows they're not as good as the old ones Drew Carey was better ooh. but she's still pretty good um, Aisha Tyler's on Who's Line is anyway lately oh yeah she's for the host now. I've never seen it she's, she's been the host for a while I haven't yeah. seen this I don't, I don't watch network TV she's really good she's not as good as Carey was but she's still really good Oof. But yeah, you know what, Ashley Birch is too busy anyway. Yeah. She couldn't even show up to the Game Awards. No, I think she was there, wasn't she? No, she was not. Hmm. She when because she was nominated for voice actor. Oh. And she wasn't there. Oh, I didn't remember that. Okay. She was not in the crowd. Okay, so you're 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 feeling like she snubbed the industry and she doesn't deserve to be host now. Or she was busy. I think she's I mean, busy. She just or she, she just signed she for win. she just signed to write a new show for Apple that's like a spinoff. Of uh, her current series for Apple, I saw that tweet actually. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, apparently like Wonderland's made so much money, it scared 2K into like, okay, we gotta gotta keep making more of these. I guess fuck. <laughs> yeah, just no more of the uh, Tales from the Borderlands. What the that fuck? might be the that worst game I actually played out. this year. That bummed me out. It's so bad, so bad. <laughs> All right, well, that's all I got. That was 2022. A better year than I thought it was going to be. Better than twenty twenty one. Yes, it's nice that we're hitting net positive now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> For a little while. <sighs> well, that's what's super weird is I think. Yeah, God of War is the only ninety Metacritic game I played this year. <laughs> Metacritic. No, you played really Elden Ring. Really keep those scores down. <laughs> I played it. <laughs> Elden Ring's not even on my list. I know, I but, you, but you did play it. Well, we're we're play talking it. Metacritic then. Well, no. Sorry. No accounting for taste, I suppose. <laughs> I'm sure Metacritic's... I don't even know what it's at, but it's got to be in the mid to high 90s. So It's got to be 94. It's got to be. God of War is 94. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, an early congratulations, Alex, for next week. Mm. Well done. Sir. Yes, I will not be here. I will be. No, actually, we're going to be off next week. I will not be here either. Um, I'm driving up to Wisconsin in on Wednesday or Friday, in the wee hours. I need to go to bed quite early, so we are off. Yeah, the next ceremony week. will just be ending right now. This is the last call. You gonna live stream anything so so Chance can watch? <laughs> we're gonna see what we can do. There you go. It's okay. Send it out I to think YouTube. I think we I think we might be doing something for my grandma. So maybe yeah. It's okay. There you go. I'm going to see what we can do. All right. Come on. That'd be cool, Chance. It would be. Uh, it feels weird. I don't want to do you control, it. You control want, the chat. I don't want to do that at all. Uh-huh. At all. I'm <laughs> Vertical I'm to sorry. horizontal. I'm sorry. I would I would attend in person if I could. I, I'm not watching a wedding on a video chat. Uh, no, it's it's a, yeah. Okay. You you need to get central heat and hot water. <laughs> ah, that's all arranged. Oh, good. All right. Well, so you you will yeah. not die in the cold this winter. That's good to hear. No, not this year. Not this year. <laughs> not not this year. <laughs> you will soldier onwards. Meow meow. All right. Meow, in meow. that case, Alex, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. That's what I do. 
Thank you everyone for listening. We will see you in a week. I'm getting married.